Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to a rousing edition of So I Married a Movie Geek, folks. This is Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters and I are here to talk about two movies this week, both from Justin's favorite decade of all time. Justin, what's your favorite decade of all time? Word. <laughs> that's not a decade. But that's 1980s. Okay. What do you know? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we should rename this podcast the 80s cast or something like that instead of a movie geek cast. Although, to be fair. And then? Boy, uh, I was just going to throw you a bone. To be fair, Justin has been kinder this year about uh, venturing out of the 80s mold that I feel like we've broken. And we've seen movies that did not happen in the 80s. So it's okay. I'm okay with this one this time. Good. Oh, I'm so glad, Chris. <laughs> I can tell you're really glad. <laughs> I tried to be easy on you. Uh this time, especially because we just had Mother's Day weekend. We did. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there who might be listening to this. I hope You're it all was awesome. Amazing and awesome, just like you. I feel like uh, this is the por- portion of the show since you mentioned Mother's Day where I should publicly acknowledge how great Justin has been today. He let me sleep in. Today. Well, hold on. I don't mean just like today as in like this is the only time. I'm just saying like. You deserve some applause. A round of applause, people. Uh, Both yesterday and today, he let me sleep in, which is the best thing in the world you can do for me. Like, I don't need diamonds or like super expensive presents. Dude, let me sleep longer than six hours and I will be your best friend. So he let me sleep both days. He was really sweet and put together this like really cute spread with the kids of all these things for me. He sent me and my mom out to go see Tully in the movie theater, which I never get to do. And then uh, help me with some chores. It was really nice. Thanks, Justin. Got you some new tires. You did also get me new tires. You were like super baldy tires. I was, I was this close to dying in that car with those tires. Um, but yeah, it was lots of fun. You did. You did great, Justin. Thank you for thinking of me. No problem, Chris. You're the best.com. Yay. Yeah, you're the best around. I always think of our newborn Camden. There's a video we have, a home video, where he's doing tummy time as a newborn, and Justin is blaring that song. He's not doing tummy time, Chrissy. He's doing (laughs) push-ups. He's getting his fitness in. He was like three weeks old. Head of the curve. That poor kiddo. And he's like, Gifted. he's just like, he takes it for a little while. And then he's just like, crying. Justin's like, come on, Cam. You're the best around. It's a song. It's a great song. Uh, yeah, Get I was pumped up. I wasn't saying it wasn't. It's just funny. You know what else gets me pumped up? What? Space. Space. I thought you were going to say old people. Uh, I like old people as well. You do like old people. But I love aliens. Yes, you do. I do too. And both the movies that we watched this week yep. feature aliens in some way. Yeah, they do. What are your th- <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> what are your thoughts on aliens, Chris? I always like alien shtick and sci-fi movies in general. So it's hard to like screw it up for me, to be honest with you, even if I don't remember movies very well because my brain is basically like one big temporary internet cache that dumps every so often. I still like them in the moment when I see them. So hard to screw up the genre for me. Well, now that we're on the, the subject of the memory cache, let's let's talk about the first movie. Okay. So both these movies are from 1985. The first one is a movie directed by Ron Howard. It's called Cocoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From the farthest corner of a distant galaxy and the deepest feelings of the human soul comes a fantasy to fill your heart. I feel tremendous. I'm ready to take all the world. It is everything you've dreamed of. It is nothing you expect. Well, I can keep a secret. I won't tell anybody. It's hard to know who to trust. 
It is the mystery of an awesome secret. It is the miracle of everlasting life. We'll never be sick. We won't get any older and we won't ever die. Beyond the innocence of youth and the wisdom of age lies the wonder of Cocoon. Century Fox presents the new film from the producers of Jaws and the director of Splash, Cocoon. All right, this one, uh, the logline is, when a group of trespassing seniors swim in a pool <laughs> containing alien cocoons, they find themselves energized with youthful vigor. What a great line that is, by the way. Trespassing seniors. Not something you hear all the time. What do you think of Cocoon, Chris? So this, you you had seen this before? So Cocoon was one of those movies that my parents watched when I was uh, a kid in the 80s that I didn't fully understand at the time. I remember them watching it on VHS in our living room. And, you know, I would sit down sometimes and I'd be like, I guess now is the time I will sit and I will see what the heck this is. Plus... My dad in certain ways, and this is going to sound really weird, but my dad in certain ways reminded me of Wilford Brimley just a little bit. And I hadn't yet decided that he was a total asshole, which I eventually did. But at the time, I was just kind of like, well, hey, there's this movie and this guy who kind of reminds me of my dad. Like, I'll sit and watch it a little bit and see how it is. So as a kid, I thought, like, it was pretty good. I liked it. It reminds me of my dad. But I couldn't, like, think of anything else. I don't remember much else. Oh, Chris, you don't even remember movies we watched a couple months ago. It sounds yeah. like you're like, oh, yeah, I think I watched it when I was a kid. I was like, okay, you basically True, have not seen this. But things leave a, generally speaking, a slightly more indelible imprint on you when you're little than when you're older. So now we know your entire history with Cocoon. What do you think about <laughs> it now that you just watched it? Like you literally just finished watching it. It was great. I there should there need to be more movies to be honest with you with seniors doing cool shit. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to Book Club with the ladies later this month. I will totally go see that. I totally want to see Book Club. People think I'm joking. I'm like, no, I want to see that. We watched a preview today, my mom and I, while uh, we were waiting for Tully, and basically, from what I could tell from the trailer, my mother is Diane Keaton. Like, is actually Diane Keaton. Your mother hasn't even read the books. Doesn't matter. I'm talking about the character in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, who's fun? It's funny because her daughter is Alicia Silverstone. But go figure. And I was like, "This. See, we need more movies like this that sh- have seniors doing cool shit. Not just um. What was the movie with uh, Keaton and Nicholson? The romantic comedy by Nancy Myers. What was that? Something's got to give. Something's got to give. That was good. That was not uh, like a bad movie, but we need more Nancy Myers movies. I agree, but we only get like one of those every few years. Like we had uh, that one. We had the one with uh, Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. Another Nancy Myers one. What's that one? It's complicated. Thank you. It's complicated. <laughs> and then, like, if you think about it, like I don't know about you, but How about the-, the other Nancy Myers movie that I don't know the title <laughs> for. Well, you're better at this than me. The last good movie I can think of that had you know kind of seniors or senior in it was like as good as it gets in terms of them doing cool stuff that was like 97 i know it was 97 and that wasn't like seniors anyway well senior <laughs> senior seniors <laughs> senior nicholson well i mean just from a number standpoint we have so many more seniors and, and that means senior actors and actresses that we got to give them some kind of work seriously so netflix got like a kajillion dollars mm-hmm. more cocoon the series i have a Ooh. friend who works in netflix i'll pass it on cocoon the series <laughs> so you you're so your 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 line was this is great chrissy more chrissy seniors Winters. doing cool shit more seniors doing cool shit i like this movie i mean i like any movie that is it makes your heart good yes they, these these are kind of like the the little kind of finite points of why Chrissy does or does not like a movie, and this falls this like checks everything off the list. Is it well written? Check. Easy enough to follow? Check. Keeps you interested and doesn't lag in terms of the time or the plot line? Check. Good acting? Check. Has funny moments, even though it's not really a comedy? Check. I this checks all the boxes for me. I like it. 
This checks all the boxes for me. I like it. Chrissy Winters. <laughs> so Are you trying to quote me? <laughs> That's my thing. Pull quotes. I'm looking for pull quotes. I, I'm going to start doing like... We can't uh, all have a quote on the poster of Fight Club like we did in college like you, I wasn't Justin. even thinking that. You know what I was thinking of? <laughs> I was thinking of our, our friend Dan Hill and how he does like pull like quotes. Oh, yes. All over his Instagram. So do the cutaways. They're very good at this. They pull quotes out from their reviews and they put it on Instagram. See, I'm trying to do better and, and take after them. I mean, let's be honest. Dan and Cody and the cutaways are the bomb. Quote, this is great. <laughs> um, checks all the boxes for me <laughs> okay so it sounded like you did like it oh yeah it's great cool and you uh i i i liked it as well i haven't seen this movie forever like forever ever i mean there's 80s movies that i've seen right. since this one but i remember seeing it as a kid and being um engrossed with it yes that's a good word um and and now watching it, I'm like okay I could totally see why so here's why I like this movie a old people you and see? me were on the same Told wavelength you. love old people <laughs> spent a lot of time with a lot of old people as a kid yeah uh, hung out at a lot of senior citizen homes mm-hmm. as a kid uh so me and me and old people vibe I love old people went on a couple holiday tours as a kid which is like those bus tours with a bunch of senior citizens. <laughs> My mom was really down with the holiday tours. Of course she was. And so... Uh, <laughs> Let's go see the chair. The at the end of the drawers. movie, I'm like, oh, it's like they're going on a holiday tours visit to space. Where did, where did, where did you guys go on these Hollywood tours? Or no, excuse me, not Hollywood. Holiday. Uh, uh, better be if it was Hollywood. No. We went on one to uh, Disney World. Oh. Oh, better than I thought. Uh, one to like Gat- Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go out and see the foliage. Have some ice cream, get some uh, antiques. So in do my some head, shopping. In my head, this there's was... like a schedule. You know, <laughs> yeah. Your names are on a list. Oh my god! You're on a bus. They have like TVs and they show like uh, Mama's Family and Golden Girls and stuff. Oh, Golden Girls! You had me at Golden Girls. See, that's another good movie. Seniors, I mean, not movie show, but I really thought you were going to tell me that like you guys got on a bus to downtown Thomasville, North Carolina. And they like maybe put like holiday lights over the big chest of drawers in the chair. And it was like, look, guys, holiday tour. Ooh. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Chrissy. Well, how was I to know? Why would you take a tour like right downtown <laughs> down the street? <laughs> I give my own tours. I mean, when we lived in Hollywood, they had the Hollywood. I'm just saying, thing. I like old people. I know we do. They're chill. And the, the old people in this movie, the cast is amazing. They're so good. Um, It's like a. A who's who of hot seniors. Talk about Jessica Tandy. Gwen Verdon. Gwen Verdon. Uh, Don Amici. Is that his name? Don Amici? Yes. Your boy Wilford Brimley, who, by the way, <laughs> not even a senior in this movie, 51 years old. Good God. Chris, what what happened there? So I, some people like age prematurely. He's got, like, is that the Benjamin button or no, is this no, the no, reverse no. Benjamin button? No, this is what happens to some people. They hit um, in different ways. They hit a certain age and then for many, 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 many years, they just kind of stay perpetually looking that age. So in the Wilford Brimley example, he was 51 when he made this. He still looks like that today. Like He just it, aged the, super fast and then stayed there. Was it the diabetes? It was the, the diabetes. Di- the diabetes that aged me. Meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston like stopped aging at 33 and she looks the same. She does not have the diabetes. No, she does not. But that's what She's I'm saying. She's got a like, lotion contract. Some She's people, got the Vino on her face. She does. And the smart water. Wolf of some people just some hit, Vino. They just, but what I'm saying is like they, they just hit their, their, pre- like their age. And then that's it. Forever. Do you think that Wilford Brimley is aged more by the diabetes or the fact that he's like a hateful man? Hateful man. Thousand percent hateful man. I was so disappointed when I met him. So disappointed. I wanted him to be so much better than he was. His mustache was big when you saw him. Oh, it was huge. Right? He was huge. His, he was huge. His mustache mustache was huge. Uh, by the way, I am fine with people who are like anti-Hollywood bullshit. Like, that's fine. I didn't expect him to be this like slick, suave guy. You know, I, I expected him to be a little like coarse and be like, I want to go home to Montana. Fuck this. Like, that's fine. He was the most misogynistic guest on, on the talk shows the that I've worst. ever There's seen. There's been a couple of those where I was just like really super excited and like, I'm just not. 
I'm not cool. I'm not cool fan around celebs. Yeah. yeah. And so the the little time I usually don't approach her or say anything, but there's been a couple times where I like I shouldn't have done that, you know. Sure. Anyway. He was a old dick. people. But yeah, yes. old people. Uh, Betty White, another old person, Golden be- Girls. Not in this movie. No, but I don't care. Best guest ever and was phenomenal and kind and and down earth in, in the way that you would She's expect somebody to be down earth like not like an asshole she was great uh this movie has a like a, a fucked up plot <laughs> <laughs> just a little <laughs> like there's not a lot of there's there's some movies where you're like okay that movie reminds me of this this guy's similar plot not a lot of movies about uh Aliens coming down and putting their cocoon pods in a pool near a senior citizen community in Florida. This was the 80s. Everybody was on coke. So the pitch (laughs) meeting for this went something like, so then they they go in this pool and then there's these things that look like rocks, but they're really not rocks. They're cocoons down there, but they don't touch the cocoons. They just swim. And it's like this kind of like eternal fountain of youth. Are you following me? Uh, Is that like Michael Bay? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, just like the... The what the fuckness of the plot and everything that goes on with these cocoon pods and cocoon boners like wait what what you said cocoon boners yeah well if you've never seen <laughs> cocoon I don't know why people would be listening to this if they haven't seen cocoon <laughs> it was obviously it was a hit um in in the year 1985 how much of a hit well let's see Chrissy the budget was 17.5 <laughs> million. And the uh, it grows seventy six million wow. here in the U.S. of A. Well done, so, Cocoon. Um, yeah, directed you, by Ron Howard. Cocoon birthed a hit. Anyway, basically, the movie's about these aliens. They've come back to Earth to retrieve some cocoon pods that they had left behind, in like the ocean. ten thousand years ago, at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. But they don't come out. They don't come back like all alien y. They have like skin suits. Right? Yes. <laughs> that are capable of... That are like rubber when they take them off. But also, they're capable of shedding tears, which is interesting. Spoiler alert, that's later. Well, They okay. look like Brian Dennehy. So, and, I, uh, real quick. Raquel we ha- Welch's we need, daughter. We need to stop for a second. And some other dudes. So, something random, occurred to me about randos. these aliens. Because once they're... Okay, so once the skin suits are off, they all look relatively the same, right? There aren't like different alien body types, evidently. They're just all the same. They're so, just glowies. Correct. They're like and, glow worms. But roughly, roughly the same height, same weight, like that sort of stuff. So here's my question. Yeah? When you're choosing your human skin suit, who thinks, I think I'll look like Brian Dennehy today? <laughs> Why not? Like, I mean, you're, this is an ideal, right? You could, clearly, the woman who chose Raquel Welch's daughter's body got the message, and she's like, cool, I'm well, going to be like the leader and, super hot. No, but he's like the leader, and Brian Dennehy is like a huge, like linebacker of a man right so he's imposing right and so when he's down there and he's like look i just want to get my fucking cocoons so here here's some money for this boat true you old people stay away from my pool okay but they but they also have like a pretty physical job of scuba diving to pick up all these cocoons like wouldn't you fit but like put your body in like michael phelps form like i (laughs) i want michael phelps's michael phelps was like like or he wasn't even a thing whatever i want whatever is the 80s version of that i don't think like no, like they're like super glowworms underneath. It doesn't really matter what what kind of suit they have on. It doesn't. So, like you're saying, well, Brian Dennehy like could like be super strong and swim super super fast. He could be like Brian Dennehy. That yeah, the actual person. Maybe he's a really good swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, Chrissy. I'm not saying I do. What I'm is just this saying, like? Is like... this like hate on everyone? So no. Wilford Brimley, Brian Dennehy. Suit. No, Brian Dennehy was in William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. He has a special spot in my heart. I'm just saying, if you can pick your look, like who says I'll take the Brian Dennehy? True. True. <laughs> Uh, so old people, yes. Fucked up plot, yes. <laughs> number three, and maybe this should have been number one. The Goots, Steve oh, Gutenberg. You've got a thing for the Goots. <sighs> I don't like. He's hate awesome. Him. He's good, but you like love him. We had like a heyday, like when I was a kid, and we've talked about this. And hopefully, hopefully, maybe Chrissy will watch some of these uh, for the podcast. I was super obsessed with Police Academy as a kid. Yeah, which he was in uh, for. Uh, I think it was four, four, four Police Academy movies. Sure, there were more than that. Uh, so that Short Circuit, Three Minute Baby, um, this movie, 
yeah, the Goots. He's great. Sure. And uh, I did meet the Goots a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Totally chill dude. Oh, great. So makes me like him even more. He, I mean, he's he's one of the best parts about this movie. He's like, <laughs> he's like, imagine if you put Goots in a movie that with a fucked up plot like this. He's basically rea- reacting to. You know, just like the Goots would react. So unpopular opinion here, and I'm not saying this because I don't like the the Goots. Like he's fine. I don't think he was like important to this movie at all. To be honest with you, what he owned the boat that they used. Yeah, I understand. And there's so many people I think could have he also had, done that part. He had like pool glowworm sex or whatever their version of sex in the pool with Raquel Welch's daughter. I remember. I'm just saying, like. He didn't he, wow me in the same way you did. It's more. It was without more like, him, there would have been several, like a lot less laughs. I well, especially later in the 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 movie when it goes from like hey 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 to like oh man like really big life decisions. I mean, <laughs> people true. dying. So then he comes <laughs> There's in. There's a hard turn, and he ends you know? up being the wah, 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 da, da, like guy. Wait, what does he end up being? Wah, 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 da, da, oh my god! You know what that reminds me of? That Pat Oswalt thing. I know thing. exactly what it reminds you of. Yes. <laughs> it may or may not have based on that. Do it. What's this? It's the George Bush thing. What oh, he's say? like these two guys. Oh, was it the Dukes of Hazard? Yes. Yes. You know, get into their car and decide to jump over the entire Declaration of Independence. Squeak, neat, neat, Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Bush and Cheney. Um. <laughs> whoa, down on Goots. Simple times. I'm not down on him. I like down him. Down on Brimley. No. Down on Dennehy. No, down no, on Goots. Stop. What no. did you think about the ladies in this okay, movie, Okay, so hold on. Wait, I have to set you straight. I'm only down on Brim- Brimley as a person. I thought he was great in the movie. Yeah. I'm only down on somebody choosing to actively be Brian Dennehy when they could be anybody in the world. I mean, Brimley transformed himself from a 51-year-old dude <laughs> with dark hair into like a portly grandpa ready to leave his entire family and go to space. Yeah, big stretch. And then... As far as the Goots is concerned, like I said, I don't dislike the Goots. The Goots is fine. It just didn't add much to me. Whereas you're like, yeah, Goots, amazing Goots. I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. What? So we don't dislike any of them. I'm just going through the things I like about the movie, Chris. I know, but you're I'm almost scared to say anything more I like about the movie because you'd be like, nope, that sucked. No, see, that's what I mean. You're accusing me of being a hater with no reason. Okay, well. What so? What else did you did you like about the movie? So when Gwen Verdon started dancing for the first time with her husband on the dance floor, I was like, "Hold up, who is that?" Because she is an amazing dancer. Who is that? And then you pointed it out, like, "Oh, it's I think it's Gwen Verdon." And I'm like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." Okay, we're good. I will say this: the first half of the movie. And now I'm kind of jumping, but Gwen Vernon makes me think of women, which makes me think of feminism. So follow me, people. The first half of the movie, I was like, you know what? This movie was totally written by a dude. Clearly. From the minute they're running their like old woman aerobics class in the beginning, and she's like, we need a real man. I'm like, oh, who the fuck cares? Do your aerobics class, lady. And then later on, when all the men are suddenly like virile and ready to have sex, and all the women are like, oh, like... This is so surprising. And then afterward, they're so happy about it. Like, I'm sorry. No offense, dudes who are all listening to this. Those of us who are under the age of 60 or 70, you go for it. Enjoy it. Sex is great. But once you hit 70, I don't know any woman ever who is like, you know what I want to do today? Have some sex. That sounds like fun. Well, Chrissy, I don't know where your sample size polls are coming from, but do you know that the STDs are up? In our senior citizen homes across the nation. Well, of course, because men have Viagra. No, you know what they do have? What? Pools with, <laughs> with alien cocoons in them. That's clearly it, too. That if, if you swim in them, right. you get uh, cocoon boners. Evidently. So there was something that happened after that, too. I can't remember what now. But anyway, it just added up for me. I was like, this was clearly written oh, by no, a man. Oh, there's no. There's actually, in both of the movies that we watched for this week, there's a scene with uh, guys spying in on women. Yes. Undressing or like in their pajamas. That happened. You're right. In their bedroom. That was the third moment. Thank you. I couldn't remember. So, yeah. And I'm like, so that kind of put me off, to be honest with you. As a feminist viewer, I'm like, this is is stupid. The second half of the movie, the women finally get their shit together. Yeah. They get to have their fun too. Yeah. And and then, and they do. And then they get lady cocoon boners. (laughs) 
Natalie. What do you name? talk about this, Chris? Because that was an- another one of the big. I, I, maybe I haven't seen this movie in thirty years, but at this moment in time in my life, I'm watching this movie. As a kid, I was like all about. Um, I call him Bastion from Never a New Story. He plays. Oh. The, he plays the one kid in this movie. Yes. But now I'm like, I kind of feel like these old people. Like I would, t- I totally need to go like take a swim in this pool right now. I got a knee problem. Oh my god. I got some back issues. I'm always having some kind of sinus issues. I would be at this pool every single day. No joke. I would be doing laps. So true story. We we both have some physical ailments which suck. Recently, point a fr- me to the cocoon pool, please. <laughs> a friend um, I was talking to at work, I, I said something about being like, "Oh, well, you don't don't pay." It. She was very, she's like a very positive sort of person, and I was like, "Like shut up." I go like this. I'm like, and I said something negative, and then she looked at me, and I was like, "Don't mind me. I'm basically like a 75 year woman trapped in a 34 year old's body." And she paused, and she goes, "Chrissy, here's the thing, though." <gasps> she's like, "Have you seen the movie Cocoon?" <laughs> yeah, right. She goes. When you That's were me. when you were twenty one, you were I've come back. You were seventy five, trapped in a twenty one year old's body. So this is like this is just you forever. So all this is to say, I'm really sorry, Justin, because by the time we're seventy five and we're together, like you are going to be building your own cocoon pool for me. <laughs> I'm going to be scouring the ocean for cocoons. <laughs> it's my only. Yeah. Smiley Hope. I will be Rose and you will be dipping me in the waters being like, come on, Rose. Come on. My my problem is there were like so many old people. They're like, nope, I don't need the cocoons. <laughs> You're like, fuck you and your cocoons. I'm calling the police on your cocoons. I'm like, what? There's always got to be that like, one, why man. Why be a dick like that, Why dude? can't you play it cool, people who can't play it cool? Well, the, the problem in this movie comes to the point where everyone finds out about the cocoons. Yes. And like they all descend upon it and like it's suck the life, the life force out of the pool. And it, yeah. it instantly gets dark. There's a run on the cocoons. There's a run on the cocoons. <laughs> and then they kill one of the cocoon people. Poor cocoon people. Oh man! Very sad. It's very sad. Also, um, then another person. Did, what I loved the practical effects of the cocoon, and then they opened it up, and there's the shriveled alien inside. I do like that. I like practical, practical effects. effects are the best. I miss that. The they actually look like actual cocoons. Yes. They weren't like CGI cocoons. Yes, agreed. I don't think Chrissy that you if you ran up on that pool you would not get in. You're of kind of the person like if there's a couple leaves on top of the pool you're like. Ick, no. If you told me this is basically a fountain of youth and you won't hate it and you will feel much better and younger afterward, I'd be like, sign me up. I'd be on board. I mean, because you really don't know what might be in those cocoons. I don't care. Might be a gigantic like glow, uh, glowworm cockroach or something. I mean, I don't need to touch it. But your leg might brush up against it. They told me not to touch it, so it's I'm like not. slimy. I'll, it's just, like... I'll just like float on my back. What if Grant Grant came out of the cocoons? He's like, (laughs) (laughs) Grant Grant. (laughs) So that's the question. So that's the big question of this movie, which is, like I said, it it gets dark because there's like life choices. At one point, the alien guys say to the old people home, they say, you know what? We can't take our cocoons back like we thought we could. They got to go back in the ocean. So that means we got room on our spaceship. What? what, what? Yep. up to 30 people can come. Who wants to come? You, you know, we're going away. We're we're like trailblazing through the galaxies. It's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy, but senior citizens. <laughs> Please join us. Oh, Who, my God. That sounds Who's great. coming with me? Jerry Maguire. I love it. Style. Do it. Were you, would you be like, sign me up instantly? Or would you take pause? Not, not Chrissy right now. Chrissy old folks home. Chrissy, St. Petersburg, Florida. I mean, and, this, and my options are either like to stay basically and like get get really old or older than I am and die, or to live forever and go with the aliens. This you're posed with the same question that they're posed with. So here's my problem: if you would have asked me this question seven years ago before we had kids, if I would have been like a childless person and I would have just grown up and been old, I would have not even hesitated. I would have been like, um, health. Yes, I'm going. That's great. I don't know now. Being a mom changes you, you guys. It's Mother's Day. Let me school you. Changing a mom, being a mom changes who you are like innately to a point where like I can't imagine not being near my children, not being able to help them, not seeing my grandchildren ever again because I assume I'm going to be a very big part of my grandchildren's life. 
I, I, I don't know how you just say, well, never going to see you again. Hope everything turns out okay for you. Bye. Not at all traumatic for them, you know? Yeah. So you say no? So I think I would have to say no. Truly, because I would want to be unselfish and be there for them and help my son or daughters as they grow up and like be a good grandmother and help my, my family. Out of duty, I don't think I would be able to go. <laughs> You said duty. Duty. I'm totally going, guys. What? What? Let's do this. I'm not surprised. Let's do this. No, what if I can like find some like, uh, oh, you know what I can find? What? The Infinity Stones. Good luck. Because see, if I can find the Infinity Stones, all six of them or whatever, I think six. Yep. And I can put them in some kind of receptacle like the glove and I come back. Yeah. Snap my fingers. And we'll all have cotton candy forever. Awesome. That solves everything. Infinite cotton candy. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it would be hard. It would be hard. I mean, dude, Wilford Brimley's character doesn't even tell his daughter that he's leaving at the end. He tells his grandson like this believe. really awkward like fishing excursion. Well, I'm going to go be with <laughs> the aliens because they said I could live forever. He's like... Oh, but, but Grandpa, I'll never see you again. Nope, and I can't visit you, and you can't tell your mom because she's gonna think I popped my head off. <laughs> I got the diabetes. <laughs> and there's no. If I go up into space, the diabetes just goes away. There's no beating diabetes. <laughs> I don't have to shave my mustache; <laughs> it just stays the same length the whole time. So, son. You, I'm going to do one last casting of this fish here for you, and then we're going to hug it out, and that's it. What was he, Werther's? Was he a Werther's original? What is that the he main thing he been. sold? Oats, Quaker, Quaker, Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats. That was a big one, Quaker Oats. I'm Wilford Brindley for Quaker Oats. Holy shit. How did this man ever decide, you know what I want to be today? An actor. <laughs> so anyway, it would, be, it would be a hard decision if you had a lot of family. Um, but if, if well, you're like so solo guy, yeah, you know, at the senior citizen home, totally. Like the it one, actually, the, the, not, no, the, if you had a lot of family, it would be an easier decision because you there's so many people to help out. You'd be like, well, you've got like 13 other family members, you'll be fine. When you come from a smaller family, then it's no, like I'm like more. solo. Like everybody's gone. It's just me. Oh, just you. Like we've all died. Yeah. So we all died in like what a car accident, a fire. We're all dead. <laughs> It's getting sad. I don't know, Chrissy. But we're all dead. Okay. Enjoy living forever. (laughs) Why don't we all go? Well, they just said they can't take the kid and they can't take the like the parent. They couldn't. That's what they kept saying. Wolf or Brimley. He was like, Can I go? And he was like, No, Bastion, you have to stay here. Well, he had like more life to live and stuff. Just like Gutenberg. Right. Gutenberg, he was in his prime. I know. Yeah, he's like, dude, I've got lots of stuff to do. Sure. Like, if you come back, cool. But me, I'm I'm cool now. Right, but you were just saying, like, why can't they all go? I'm like, uh, because they can't? Well, you know there was a sequel, right? Oh? Yeah, Cocoon the Return. <laughs> you know what happened? What happened? They came back. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, they're the same age. Wait, is it the same actors? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> What do you mean it's the same actors? No, it's totally different people. Well, they're old. Maybe somebody <laughs> dies off and it's like a soap opera and they recast them and they come back and they're like, you don't look like Herb. And he's like, I am Herb. <laughs> what are you talking about? I am Herb. There was no Herb in the movie, by the way. Uh, I can't even remember it. I assume, yeah, I think everybody came back except for the people that died. Now, I don't know who died. Well, the only person who stayed behind was Bernie, so maybe they killed him off. Like, well, Bernie, you decided to stay, and look what happens. Oh, yeah. What if What if they all came back and Bernie was dead, and they're like, no. <laughs> it was like a big Darth Vader moment. Right. Uh, I can't believe that Don Amici won Best Supporting Actor for this film. Wow. Wow. That's surprising. Um. Nicholas Cage was considered for the role of Jack Bonner. That's the Goots role. See, I, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like there are many other people who would have been good in this part. Um, this movie, of course, was referenced in Say Anything. John Cusack uh, 
he played this movie at a, at a senior citizen home. Oh my god! He's like, this movie's called Cocoon. Holy shit! They they escape and go to space. Amazing. Um, I don't know. Would you ha- so? If your mom just totally disappeared and then you found out that she went into space with some alien space pod aliens, yeah. would you be like mad or would you be like Again, this is like for me about YOLO. family. Like I'd be mad for the kids. If if I cocoon boners. If we didn't Hashtag have any cocoon boners. If we didn't have any kids, if we hadn't ever had Brooklyn or Camden and she just left, I'd kind of be a little sad, like, oh, she left me, but then I'd be like, you know what? Good for her. She's gonna finally be happy and have a life, you know, outside of me. But now, now with our two kids, I'd be like, "You fucking left your grandchildren! Like, what? Mm. They love you. They ask about you every five seconds. They like want to be with you all the time." You know what I would say? I would say, "Hey guys, okay, so here's the deal. I've got some family left behind here. I need to chill with them. You guys go into space. You put your cocoons here in the ocean. I'm gonna watch them for you. But if things like..." really start to hit the fan here on earth you're gonna want your cocoons right and i'm probably gonna want to get off earth so just come back get me and your cocoons and we can escape like in like an independence day like ball flame type <laughs> situation before the the world just crumbles into itself you've clearly thought this out i was thinking guys <laughs> i was thinking anything else about cocoon we've missed chris um, would you recommend it to a friend? Yeah, I would. I think it's right. Is this a bad 80s movie or a good no, 80s movie? good 80s movie. And in fact, I think it's ripe for a reboot. Ripe for a reboot, right? Yeah, totally. Get all those actors from Book Club and be like, hey guys, we have another project for you. Totally. There's a, a ton of old actors and actresses I can see in this. Uh-huh. Gotta have some Morgan Freeman in here. You could clearly have a more modern version of this. Get Joss Whedon to write the script. It would be even funnier. Like, do it. Sexier scenes. Okay. There's a lot of like really, you know, senior citizens getting horny True. in this movie. And also, and I'm not putting down the seniors of the 80s, but it feels like the seniors of today are more vivacious than they were back then into their 70s. More vivacious? Yes, people are living like, longer, so they're they're more vibrant. They like now 70s back then that was like kind of like, "Oh, you're in your 70s, like you're going to be dead soon." And now it's like, "Oh, you're not really going to be dead soon until you're in your 90s." So that one there's like a, a couple montages one of their like doing cannonballs and like flips in the pool. Right. You're saying today they would actually be doing those stunts because they're no super healthy and stuff. Don't be crazy. They get super juiced. But look at like cocoons. But I mean, I, I mean I I know I'm not wrong about this. Look at the guys, they were all wearing their like golf pants and it tucked up to their armpits. All the women are wearing moos and their hair is like all like this pink bubble or blue bubble they get in the cocoon pool and it's like getting the star and super yeah. mario they're like think about the think about the average 70 year old you know right now they're they're probably dying their hair letting a couple of gray things like come through they probably have like hipster big glasses you and they wear why? jeans you know why they've probably they know the secret and they know where the fountain of youth pool is <laughs> and they haven't told anyone the, the people in their 70s are now like the uh, i mean they're to be honest with you, they're baby boomers. I mean, the older baby boomers, but they're baby boomers. Like, it's not. I, I feel like they're a little hipper now, a little bit, than they were back in the 80s. Mm. Possible. So it'd be fun for uh, to reboot it also from that perspective. Let's do it. Cocoon do it. Cocoon reboot. What would be your final grade for a cocoon? B plus. B plus. I agree. This is around like a, uh, probably a B for me. Yeah. Um. Good sit, though. Yeah. Watch with your... Your your mom or grandma? Oh yeah, to- and, type and movie. this is like an intergenerational movie. I could watch this with my daughter and my mom, and I feel like everybody would be happy. What do you you think Brooklyn would like this movie? I really do. Really? Swear to God, she wouldn't have uh, bad dreams about glowy. No, she would be like, "What's in the pool? What are those things? Wow!" Like she would need a little Cuckoo explaining boners. as the movie went on, but she would love it. Okay. Well, cool, cool. Let's go on to the next movie. Okay. It also came out in 1985. It is called Explorers. If someone finds out about this, they're going to try to take it away from us, and they can't do that because you dreamt it, I built it, and it's our secret. It was a discovery. Tonight, we launch. Beyond their imagination. Yeah, open her up. Let's see what she can do. Are you serious? Yeah. Now it's taking them to a place. We're going straight up. Beyond the stars. How about a planet full of Amazon women who want to breed a new race? Hmm, pervert. Oh, come on, you guys. You'll see. It'll be great. It'll be the greatest thing ever. What if we want to go back? Go back? Now you say 
it's a little too late. We are going where no man has gone before. River Phoenix and Ethan Hawke star in an out-of-this-world adventure. Me, Ben. Me, Tarzan. No! It's intergalactic fun for the entire family in The Explorers. I couldn't remember the name of this movie to save my life. Every time I'm like, what the hell is this movie called? Adventurers? Space People? What is it called? It's called Explorers. Logline for this one is a boy obsessed with 50s sci-fi movies about aliens has a recurring dream about a blueprint of some kind, which he draws for his inventor friend. With the help of a third kid, they follow it and build themselves a spaceship. Now what? Question mark. <laughs> That's the log line of this. That's a good question. Directed, uh, directed by Joe Dante, who famously did uh, the second movie we watched for the podcast, way back in the day, Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Uh, stars Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix, uh, Jason Preston, James... Cromwell is in this. Mm-hmm. Chrissy. Yep. You had no zero percent of knowledge of this movie going in. I never even heard of it. You don't even remember it already. What are you saying? You're like, I don't even know the name of this movie. No, it was the name I kept screwing up. What did you think of Explorers? I mean, this is and this is not going to be a surprise to anybody who listens to our podcast regularly. It's just not my thing. I hate passing judgment on movies that I know intrinsically are not my thing because I think there's an audience for it. I really do. I think what is what is your so what is your thing and why is this not your thing? Okay, so if I were a boy specifically in the eighties, and I don't mean to say just boys, girls too, but predominantly a boy in the eighties into video games and into sci-fi and into Pee Wee Herman-esque comedy, this would be my jam. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a poorly made movie. It's just for a specific audience. I'm not that audience. I I love sci-fi, but I'm not into the 80s shtick and the and particularly into the, I don't know how to describe it, but like the... The world they create with like, you know, oh, let's do this with the circuitry and then look at the bubble and then look at us being boys doing these boy things. And then we're going to be in there. Oh, now we meet these aliens and oh, they sound like they're, you know, dude. And, and it's just not my thing. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not doing a very good you job. You totally have a, a, fe- a, a female version, a girl version of Explorers. Sure, you could. You're like, girls don't like science. No. They don't like bubbles. That's not what I'm implying whatsoever. I'm implying that this is a, I'm implying I'm outright saying, this is a slice of the 80s pie that very specifically caters to a certain demographic. That doesn't mean that that's the only demo who will like this. Of course not. There are many people who are not a part of that slice of pie that will like this movie as Mm, well. Pie. Pie is good. However, I, I, I didn't grow up and we've talked about this a lot. I didn't grow Girl up with the same... version of Explorers, but no. it's about pie and not space. <laughs> They're it. all obsessed with pie. Oh my God. I'll just watch Waitress. Um, they fly pie around. This is ridiculous. I'm just saying like I didn't have that experience. I, told, I understand what you're okay, saying. Okay, there just you go. Your balls. Thank you. You can bust them. I'm just this saying. It's definitely a bo- like a boy's movie. Yeah. Coming um, of age boy movie in space. Isn't it cool? Look, there's a girl. Let's watch her change. Not only a girl, <laughs> one of the girls of the 80s, Chrissy. I remember her character name, Lori. I had a huge crush on this girl. Uh, what was her name? She was uh, Lori. <laughs> she's the girl from uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Amanda Peterson, oh. R.I.P. Oh, she died. Uh, blonde, very Chrissy esque. Really? Look. Thank you. Um, she was foxy lady. What? What did she die of? Uh, she's the one that died of uh, dr- uh, allegedly of drugs. Oh. Um, but yeah, she was in this movie for a hot second. Um, she was. But, but before we get to that, so yeah. it sounds like you're just like mixed on it. Yeah, like like I said, objectively decent movie. Subjectively, not my thing. Okay, haven't seen this movie in a long time. Definitely watched it a lot as a kid. Definitely still have the same number one view of this movie is. It's two thirds of a good movie and one third of a not very good movie at all. That's the, good. This movie drops off a cliff at the end, and uh, you know from the the word on like Wikipedia and the history of the movie, it sounds like they had a different end to the movie, and they kind of freestyled instead. What is I just that? show Justin mug shots of Amanda Peterson throughout the years. 
No, like I I know about her whole story. Isn't that really sad? Yeah, I actually talked to her parents. Oh, at one time. Oh, I'm sad. Anyway, um, yeah. So the movie, the end of this movie is, it's stupid. I mean, it's <laughs> yes, it's stupid. You reference Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. I I, I kind of say like, imagine your whole dream is to go to space as a kid. You finally make it up to space, and it's like carrot tops up there or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you have to listen to Carrot Top tell you jokes with, instead of just like enjoying that you're in space and, so and doing space stuff. And you're just like, ugh, this sucks. Yep. It, it, and you can even see it on the, the actor's face, faces um, when they finally get up to space in the spaceship because literally all they do is they climb around the spaceship like there are like long scenes of this them being lost in the spaceship. Right. And then they find this stupid fucking alien and his stupid fucking sister. And he tells all these jokes and it's all this like pop culture. Like we've been watching everything on TV. That's why we're so annoying. Just like Americans. Reruns. And we're just yeah. like, uh, this Gross. is the worst. Yeah. Ethan Hawke wants Ugh. off this ship. I want off this ship. <laughs> Please go back. Like, just fly your bubble around uh, Earth. That was way cooler than yeah. everything that happened at the end. And yet I felt sorry for the aliens, too, because, like, they do, they were a product of all they knew was this reef-run crap, you know, and they're like, oh, this is just... All they wanted to do was, like... Did you say reefer? Rerun crap. Oh, yeah. All they wanted to do was, like, connect. And so this was the only way they knew how to connect in the most human-like way possible, so they were just they were just trying too hard. They're your friend in college who just you have to take in small doses where you wish you could take him aside and be like, Robert, stop trying so hard. It's okay. <laughs> it's a shame that the, this movie didn't come out a couple years later because they could have referenced like Cocoon. Like, <laughs> have you seen Cocoon? Oh my god. <laughs> we're nice like them. Totally. Um yeah, I mean the the cocoon aliens nice, the the explorers aliens dumb. Yeah, stupid. Well, yeah, and 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 just very one note as well. Like I like I said, I had empathy because they were trying to connect, but very one note. Whereas the cocoon aliens actually, you know, were somewhat multifaceted. And it's a shame because they the the cast up to the point where they got the space, I was down with it. I mean, Ethan Hawke, right, River Phoenix. Uh, the, just the the three of those kids, they seem like a a, a natural a, a good fit. Thing. They were like a good ragtag the, sort of. This team. is like an early Stranger Things, where you're like, okay, those kids seem like kids. You know, doesn't yeah. seem like they're faking some kind of relationship. Seem like they like each other. They're Although, doing science stuff. I will argue that Wolfgang stretched it a little bit as like this prodigy pr- or prodigal about River genius. Phoenix? Yes. Well, the thing about Wolfgang is, like, I mean, as a kid, I was super nerdy into, like, science. Sure. And, like, Could um, you create a microchip movies. out of some drawings? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, we can be nerdy about different things. That's why they, the three of them have their their, their different interests. They they form, It's like Captain Planet, Chrissy, with the rings. Like, you got to get all the rings to summon Captain Planet. No? You didn't watch Captain Planet? Okay. Is he the one that said, recycle, reduce, reuse, and close the loop? <laughs> We can close the sing? loop. I don't remember him singing. Um, no, I was about to say, River Phoenix, uh, his parents in this movie, James Cromwell, and what you thought was Maggie Smith. Oh my God, remind me so much of Maggie She was very Smith. Maggie Smith-ish. Very cool parents. Like You're like, oh, True. they're kind of a mess, but they're cool. Nurturing. Nurturing. Yeah. They're into science. They're into their son. That's cool. Yeah. Um, because like uh, one of the kids had like a, tr- seems like a traumatic life or whatever oh that was so on. sad was it darren is that his name uh darren? yeah the, the the character's name was darren. yeah 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 i'm sorry i don't know the actress i'm like oh you know character anyway yeah they like walk by and it looks really sad i remember as a kid before seeing it this for the first time or whatever and thinking like is he gonna like stay in space like he's got like a right is he gonna cocoon this but then it <laughs> ends up and it's like carrot top or peewee's peewee's big peewee's oh playhouse God. he's like nope Going back to my abusive father. Right. Never never mind, this guys. This is better than the two aliens who have only ever seen Pee-wee's Playhouse and Carrot Top's special. <laughs> so, yeah. that's It's it's sad. It's Sorry. Sad. 
Because it was good. I mean, it, it was it was. It was That's good. what I mean. I think it was one of those movies that was like good for its time, and people really loved it for its time. I this Cocoon holds up. This, in my opinion, does not hold up. I love the spaceship design that they did. Oh, and the tilt world. Like the tilt world makes me sick. But really, yeah, we've talked about this. I don't remember. If if we're at a fair. Chrissy likes to go on the the stuff that like swings you around. Yeah, but not like anything your innards that, just get swung around. But not anything back that and forth. spins you around. I can't do like the spinny top thing. No, but no you way. like the tilt whirl. I do love the tilt. You like the what? What are those things where it's like phew phew like Scrambler. Disney World Scrambler? Although Justin, the last fair we went to, I felt fine for thirty seconds, and then after that, so sick on the Scrambler, which I've never felt my entire life. Remember that time you bullied me into going on it? And then I went on, and then I threw up afterwards, and oh, I was like, yeah. "I'm so mad at you." I do remember that. I'm sorry, but that's a good example. Like I was never, I you know, I went on the ride with you, and I was totally fine. This time I went with Brooklyn, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the worst." So if you had a fa- if you were to, to make a spaceship like them, would you go with like a, <laughs> a tilt a whirl or something? Uh, I would go with yeah. What's the the ship, the spaceship like thing where you're up against the wall? You remember? It That's spins? the one I was telling you I can't do. Gravitron. That one I did one time as a kid, and I thought it was I'm like you're die. already there, man. I'm just gonna take the I'm gonna steal the gravitron and take oh it into God. space. In Can my you space imagine bubble. if you actually do throw up on that ride? You throw up on all your friends, like dude. I've totally seen somebody kind of like puke a little bit and it go right <gasps> back in their face. It was gross. That sounds horrible. It's like it's like. Like I said, the one time I went on that, all I could think of the whole time was like, "Don't vomit, don't vomit, hold it in." You know I have, uh, you know I have like fair vomit, uh, P- PTSD after that woman vomited on me. So anytime there's vomit in the fair, Wait, I just whoa, get kind of like, "What woman vomited on you?" I told you that story before. I've told on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Tell it again. I was like eight or nine years old, and I was at the fair with my little brother and my mom, and we were waiting in line at the uh, the Ferris wheel. And all of a sudden, it started raining. And we're like, whoa, wait. It's not supposed to rain today. And I look at my mom, and she's got like a white shirt, but it's yeah. got like brown splotches on it. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> and I look up. Fat woman had vomited off the Ferris wheel onto the line below <laughs> the Ferris wheel. <laughs> and my mom had like popcorn chunks oh my God, and like brown disgusting. splotches on her white shirt. And oh. I had some like stuff in my hair. Oh. And I was like, I do not like this is there nothing worse than somebody else's bodily fluids ending up all over your person unexpectedly i remember we were so upset that my mom took us to get a funnel cake it was (laughs) like you know here we know you're unhappy because you have puke all over you here's a funnel cake and i was like okay this makes it a little better i would have been like let's go home i want to change i want to take a shower i was like you know what we need we need to go to space like where's the canoe (laughs) pool i need to (laughs) I'm done. I'm checking I'm done. out now. My life force has been depleted. I need more. Um, Our son peed on us today, and I felt that way. Or on me, not on you. Not you us. felt what? That you wanted to go? Yes. You wanted to leave him and go done to now. cocoon space? Space cocoon. Bye. That's a shame. He's not on a baby. Mother's Day, you would leave him. Oh, you're the worst. You would leave him to go up space and leave us um excuse behind. me sir did he pee all over your hair your shirt your jeans and then when you stand up realizing what was happening did the pee not run down the leg of your jeans on the floor because <laughs> it happened to me i'm sure he's sorry it's okay i'm, I'm sure. alive uh who was your, who was your shower. favorite character in, in in explorers i don't really have one i mean i guess if i had to like point a finger i would say ethan hawk because he was the most balanced of the group yeah yeah even even when he was up in in the spaceship and he was realizing that it was stupid, it, he well, he still had wrong. that like wonderment of like, okay, like maybe the, maybe this is all a joke. <laughs> maybe you guys are gonna turn cool. Right. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Like maybe he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, and, and again, another one of my favorite parts of this movie is at the end they've come back, they crash their spaceship, it's done. Um, there's a scene where they're all like talking underneath a tree mm-hmm. about what happened yes and then that's like the end of the- <laughs> looks suspiciously like porter ranch and then the movie ends <laughs> it's like guys remember we were up in space it sucked yeah, yeah that sucked the end and there was like a song <laughs> it's like really, they really didn't try they no they did not oh well but i read somewhere that apparently the movie wasn't finished that's what i'm saying the they they had to like rush it at the end right 
the, the I think the end of the movie it's probably here somewhere. Um, feature film. To, so River Phoenix and Ethan Hawke's first film. Wow. That's something. The casting director is like, hey guys, do you know what? When I was young, I cast a movie with both River and Ethan Hawke and it was their first movie. I'm really good at my job. Somewhere out there is a casting director thinking that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember him, uh, the director saying that like the original script had them going up to space and they like played baseball or something. Like Field of Dreams? It was like Field of Dreams. <laughs> oh my God, it was like Field of Dreams. <laughs> and so it, even then I was like, that's even that sounds better than what they did. True. I don't know. It, 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 it just sounded like one of those um, occurrences where nobody, it was all about the like let's hurry 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 money 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 not what's good for the actual right. final film so i agree with you oh well Oops. but you could definitely reboot this and just have a different third of the the end of the movie figure I out mean, something i guess yeah sure what if you went up to space how would you end the film like what's up in space when they get up there I feel like they, well, they came up with this whole system for like, oh, when the oxygen tank runs out, we need to have like a better system so we can go farther. What if they got up there and it was the cocoon people and Wilford Brimley <laughs> and all the old people? <gasps> I think you figured it out. A cocoon explores universe. See, like, I, do you know what I would have been cool with? If it would have ended up being like almost like a contact sort of universe that they landed on where... It's like people from their past, like the kid who had a really shitty childhood and like this really awful house, like he ends up on a planet where it's like a parallel version of his life, but with great parents and a great life or like old family members who really gave a shit about him, but aren't there anymore. But that's where they went to live and he could live with them now and be happy. Like that would have been awesome. So what you're saying is alternate universes. Right. Did you ever see that movie Another Earth? Did I ever tell you about that movie? No. Uh, it came out a few years ago. It's an indie sci- sci-fi film, but it's based on. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone, where it's like the. I love Twilight Zone. The hook is that all of a sudden, I think was it all of a sudden. Anyway, people on Earth look up, and another Earth, similar to to what our Earth looks like, sure. appears in the sky, mm-hmm. really close to them. Yeah, and they're like, "What? It, what? What? What's going on?" Yeah, and then they start talking to people on the other Earth, right? And like the whole movie is like getting ready. Like, are we going to send people to this other Earth? What's <laughs> happening on this other Earth? Right. It's really good. That sounds really good. And sliders. Oh, <gasps> sliders. We talked a lot about sliders. Oh on this my podcast. god. We well, we mentioned about way back in the day. We we're like, okay, let's list out the if we were to do one of those podcasts. We we're like every episode we're doing an, mm-hmm. an episode on this TV show, right? We're that like been a sliders, good one. sliders, golden girls, yes, something like that. I agree with you, but we don't have time. Womp womp. We're, we desperately need a cocoon pool. Oh my god, we do. Which, like by the-, the way, we are basically getting our own cocoon pool next week, Chris. Why? What? I said we're. Oh, I know why. <laughs> our life force is going to be, you know. Coming to us, we're going Hopefully. on vacation. We are, but we're bringing the children, so there's that. <laughs> no, but we can like they, they can go to like a daycare or whatever for a while. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> vacation. We're going to Aulani in Hawaii. Volcanoes. By the way, everybody, I didn't know like this was such a hugely popular place. People go, "Where are you going?" You're like Hawaii. They go, "That's great." You know which island or where you Hawaii? staying? You didn't know Hawaii was popular. No, 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 no. They go, that's great, and then We're they going go to a little island called Hawaii. No, no, no. But then they go. Oh, you heard about it? They go, where are you staying? Uh huh. And the, they're like asking what island or whatever, and then I usually go, oh, it's like this Disney resort, and then because I don't want to make a big deal out of it, and people go, oh, Lonnie, and I'm like, yes, and everybody who I've said that to is like, oh man, that's are these people like that have the gone best. there, or they just hear about it? Both. A lot of uh. them have been there, and they're like, that is like. That is a Tony hotel. Oh my I'm like, god. you're gonna love it. You're never gonna leave. It's gonna be oh my god. It's gonna be like cocoons everywhere. Like <laughs> everywhere I go, I'm just gonna be like dun, 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 like just like stepping my fingers and stuff. Is it like are there some cocoons Bo- that are cocoon like boners? nap cocoons? Cause oh my god, I want that. Cocoon. I want a nap cocoon. I want a um 
I want like a cocoon buffet, like all my favorite foods <laughs> around the cocoon, and I just eat it there, and I'm happy. Yeah, drinking stuff. And we want the kids to be happy too. We want their own like personal cocoons, like with iPads, because that's what they love. Oh, fucking iPads. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's there's an adults only pool with a cocoon there. Yes. What is happening at this adults only pool? I don't know. All I know is that an adults only pool exists, and when your kids are at um whatever it is Auntie's beach house enjoying their daycare, <laughs> you can go to the. Sounds adults like some only kind pool. of cult thing. <laughs> no wonder all the people when we mentioned they're like, oh yes. <laughs> You're going to love it. We have to do a character breakfast, the whole bit. I don't think I've ever been to a character breakfast. I haven't either. All the like parents I know who have money Is go. Is this like princesses? We, I didn't grow up with money, so I didn't go. I have I never went to a character breakfast. No. At Disneyland, I think it's different. I think it's like... <laughs> Our character breakfast was the McDonald's outside of Walt Disney <laughs> yes, World. I agree. <laughs> um, So I think that like at Disneyland, it's like, oh, have lunch or breakfast with but the Mickey my and Minnie. question is oh is it Mickey and Minnie no that's so a, wait a minute no, so no, 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 that's there's a, a difference Disneyland. between having princesses eat breakfast with you right instead of like a Mickey or whatever with a huge fucking head do you know the, are they pretending they're eating do you know the rules that how do Dis- they put the food wait, in Justin do you know the rules that Disney has for its performers can you imagine them allowing a princess to eat publicly what are you talking I've never so what happens at these things I, I told you. They it's not like, eat? No. They pretend? They meet and greet. They walk around. They sit oh. with you. They like, oh, you take a picture. They give you a they're kiss forbidden on the head. Of, They're forbidden to eat. Can I be the Disney character who just eats the whole time? <laughs> hey, guys. This is good. That's the eighth dwarf from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. His name is Hungry. If I was in charge, I would let the characters eat. Because I want to see how they like. St- they have like a they little so- hole. Bacon or something. Literally everything. They like roll up the pancake There's and like no stick it up there. Sometimes like their eye hole is like their their nose hole, right? Because like, so, it's a big head. Yeah. Which I think that was how the Ninja Turtle thing was. Like, the have eye you ever hole worn the, one of those big heads? Because I've worn a few. The only thing with uh, the Ninja Turtle thing is the only thing I've done. Okay. No, I've worn a few, and you're right. It's like the the you basically it's like I'm sure you're hot your as balls. Like if I was if you, hot as balls at one of those yeah. breakfasts, I'd be like, "Bitch, give me at least some orange juice or something," because <laughs> I will pass out. So the, you, you watch somebody die at, at a character breakfast because so they're so hot. Well, and, you have a, you have a handler, and they can't eat. or two, and the handlers like show you where to go and show you where to walk, and then <laughs> you have a handler. Is Mickey yeah. the handler? No, like you have people who handle you. What do you mean? What are you when talking you're about? I don't want to be handled. Not you. When you're dressed up as a character. I just want to eat my bacon. Stop it. Do you it. have veggie bacon? I here? doubt it. When when you dress up It's like as, Mickey pass out over there. Oh my god, can I finish this sentence? He's like weekend at Bernie's out. When you dress up as a character, there are at least one or two people flanking you at all times as the character to show you where to walk because you can't see very well and to show you like it to whisper to you like who is what or where to go. Or when the kids are like clamoring for you to lead you away. This sounds like a sham. If I want a character breakfast, I want to eat with the character. I don't want to like just eat somewhere and like the character like what do you just comes by and says, "Hey guys," and then just leaves. So wait, so wait, so wait. Do you expect Give me like my my McDonald's character so, breakfast? So Justin, do you expect like Moana to come I'll sit down in. at our table and be like, "What are you having? I'll have the pancakes and stay there for an hour." I mean, I, I didn't say an hour, but at <laughs> least she like can chat for five minutes, and I can give her a pancake. Because <laughs> poor girl can't eat pancakes, right? Apparently. But so what? Then what happens when Moana goes around to like the thirty people in the know, room? I don't know, Chrissy. I'm saying I don't know. I haven't been to a character breakfast ever, but I am. Well, me neither. To, but I have a basic I'm, semblance of how they work. I'm willing to go. <laughs> put well, that. Put I'm that in your quote, like Dan Hill. Okay. <laughs> I bet you Dan Hill's been to a character breakfast. Of course he has. Come back. Like I said, I'm excited. I'm. I'm all. All excited for new things. We haven't been on a vacation in forever. True. Um, I'm going to be yes manning all over the place. You want me to go on a sea do? Yes. <laughs> you want me? Maybe not a sea do. Definitely whole thing want a I snorkel. Had... Oh, yes. I remember what it was about sea do's. Go How on. about a zip line? We went to a zip line that one time we in Hawaii. Did. I love those. Those were great. I just don't want to die. Okay. So. If it involves me dying, I think a big thing we need to remember is that we are approximately 10 years older than we were the last time we went. So we can't do all the things we did back then easily and we might break a hip. Right. But I, 
I'm down for character breakfast. That's Yay, character breakfast. I'll sign us up. Um, Cool. Well, so the, I'm sure there'll be some stories later yep. on about that. Oh, yes. Other than that, Chrissy, yeah. this is a podcast that can be found several different places. Mm-hmm. You can find us in several different places. What are those places? You can find us on Apple Podcasts or on not Stitcher, the other one, Spotify. Get my S's confused. And you could also find us on all social media. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even possibly Snapchat. Snapchat's dead. Well, I know it's dead, but our five-year-old loves it, so she mans that one. If you want to talk to Brooklyn, you know where to find her. Wow, Chrissy. Good job. Parenting, great. (laughs) What? I don't like her on Snapchat. She just takes pictures of herself with halos and stuff. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, at Movie Geekcast, all of those things. Yes. Um, Next week... Even though we'll be on vacation, we got a fancy movie draft coming out that has already been taped. We don't take a vacation from this podcast. It, it was exciting. What do you mean vacation? From the podcast. It doesn't go on hiatus. Hell no. <laughs> no dark we weeks never here. Stop, never stop in. <laughs> anyway, uh, fancy movie draft on Arnold movies, Chrissy. hi Very exciting. So if you like Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, you want to uh, check it out next week. It's pretty Enjoy. fun. Yeah pretty fun also uh go check out podfixnetwork.com uh we are part of the podfix network and it is filled with awesome podcasts yep so the glass is half full at podfix yes shout out to our boy chris brayton what up what up chris we need to know when is your birthday because our daughter asked us today and we didn't know i know i'm terrible (laughs) at birthdays now yeah me too i'm just like facebook Tell me the when the, tell, me. tell me when the birthdays are. She was asking me literally. So Brooklyn, real quick, goes, "When's your birthday? When's Daddy's birthday? When's Gigi's birthday?" And we go through the family, and then she's like, "When's my friend Asia's birthday? When's Mima's birthday? When's your papa's birthday?" And then the only friend she named, "When's Chris's birthday?" And I'm like, "Which Chris?" And she's like, "Chris, you know where he has his daughters, Penny and Story. What's his birthday?" <laughs> only friend that got named. There's got to be a robot that's coming out sometime in the near future, and it's only utility. It tells me when my friend and family's birthdays are. I mean, it's called Facebook. You just said that. You have it. It's in your phone. No, but I'm talking about a cute little robot that will follow me around and also maybe make drinks or So something. you want like a super... Make drinks and tell me birthdays. Expensive AI who follows you around and just makes you drinks and tells you when people's birthdays are. That's all it does. I'm willing to, to wait a couple models later and get the... You know, I'm always like a couple uh, iPhones behind. Right. right. So um, I'm excited about the future, guys. Good for you. And I'm excited about uh, next week in vacation. Thank God. Thanks again for listening. We love you. We will talk to you soon. Network.com.